Welcome to the Real Estate 401k Show. Here are your hosts, Ryan Gertis, Mike Weinstein, and Justin Frederick, helping you build a legacy of wealth through real estate. Powered by the Recon Group at West USA and the Frederick team with Fairway Mortgage. NMLS number 625918. You know, Ryan, one of the, um, I don't know, the, the love and hate relationship I sometimes have with the business, uh, the, the love part is what we are able to do to educate our listeners, our subscribers, and our followers, and, and really put them on a path, a strategic path to building wealth in real estate. And and when they finally get it and the light bulb goes off and, and, and it finally just comes to them, there, there's nothing more fulfilling. And then to actually help put them on the path. The hate part, the discouraging part for me, is when we can't reach them. And they, they make decisions based on emotion. They make decisions without putting any kind of business acumen behind it, and they leave money on the table. It, it, it's hard because our mission and our desire is to want to help people build wealth in real estate. And I think where it goes awry for a lot of people, and, and I think what the message, and we want everybody to understand, even, even if you're buying your first home, the moment you start getting into real estate, this is not an emotional game. You're not buying a home. You are literally building a business. Uh, I'll be the first to say, I, nobody expects anybody to just have blind faith, right? So if we're saying something that doesn't jive, call us out on it, right? But on the or same token... Or, or text jive to <laughs> 623-AZ-RECOM, whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> but do yourself a favor and look in the mirror as well, Right. Give yourself a constant appraisal. Like, are you doing this at line level or are you trying to actually put business behind what it is that you're doing? Because the moment that you're stepping out of your W-2 job and creating wealth through real estate, there is an element of you are the CEO, you're the CFO, you're the CMO, you're all these different uh, roles. And I don't know one successful business that doesn't have delegation of labor. Why would you try to wear all the hats? I made that mistake when I first got into this business too. So I'm not ranking on anybody. I, I, I know what control feels like. I know what losing control feels like. And once you've made that turn and said, okay, I'm never going to find someone that's going to do such and such a job exactly how I'm gonna do it, right? You need to then understand at that point, is doing that job making you money or losing you money, right? So if you're over there, take aside whether or not you love doing landscaping. If you were to be the one to go mow your lawn on your rental property every single week, then understand that you are worth $30 an hour, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you can pay someone to go mow your lawn for. Depending, I, I, was about to say, I would like to find that guy that bought my lawn for thirty bucks. Well, no, but that's that, that's what they're typically getting paid, right? It's it's more like a handyman job. There's no specialty behind it, right? Right. Um, but what I am saying is, that's fine. Just recognize that, okay? And if you're like, well, I don't enjoy doing landscaping, and I am worth more than thirty, let's call it fifty bucks an hour, okay? Fair. Yeah. and you are worth more than 50 bucks an hour, then you need to start implementing some business. You are no longer your landscaper. 
you need to go find that person that you can pay less than what you're worth in order to take over that position, and so on and so forth. So when we are giving you consultation on how to posture, redirect, do acquisitions or liquidations on your real estate portfolio, challenge us. That's what, that, that's what we're there for, so that to help you build equity, help you build a legacy of wealth. And if we're not doing our job, or if you're doing a better job than us, then that's, a, that's your point to, that's at that point where you need to fire that person. I think, you know, and, and Justin, you, in your, in your own right, you have built an incredibly successful business. And when you're running a business, it's, it's, you have to, to an element, you can't, you can't always remove emotion. Uh, there are emotional times when running a business, but for the most part, your decisions have to be based uh, on having no emotion involved. It's dollars and cents. It's, it's logic. It's the P and L. Yep. It's the is P&L. this decision going to help me further, you know, my my career and my business and and so forth. Imagine though, had we when all of us years and decades ago bought our first house and had we just bought our first house our very first house understanding that this is not yes it's a home yes we're going to live in this home but really what it is it's a business asset and this is going to be one of many and i am going to treat this like a business and build up the business it, i mean if if you looked at it that way and which i don't think many people do no but if you looked at it that way i think that uh People would definitely invest more in their home. I think that uh, you would you would you, you would grow that portfolio more. I, f- I definitely feel that. But I, I struggle I struggle every day to you know delegate. I, I always I I do delegate, but um, I feel like I, I should delegate more and and I could probably grow a lot faster. But I'm I'm always you know it's the control factor. You really want sure. to make sure everything's good, everything's running good. But when you got you got the that good uncle that's doing everything the best they can. Not as good as that you would do it, but as good yeah, as that's, they, all, that's the best you can ask for. Yeah. Is like a is a good solid uncle or aunt or whatever <laughs> yeah. that's going to do, you know, like like metaphorically take yeah. care of your children, taking care of your business. right. You trust them with your children, right? right. right. And and that's what I that's what I'm looking for all the time. But I, I struggle with it still, and I know that it's 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 right, um, and. I feel like people know that treating your home like a business is is right. Um, if you put money into that asset and and you you make it uh, more valuable um, when you when it comes time to sell it, you're gonna you're gonna make more money. Or if you're gonna rent it out, if if people want to rent it, they're gonna it's gonna rent for more, right? I, I think Ryan, I I can't imagine that there are too many business owners out there especially successful business owners that didn't create, didn't start the business, one, without a business plan, but having the end in sight, like where, what am I trying to accomplish with this, with this business? What is successful? What is the growth plan? And you have that laid out, then when you start, you know what you're building for. And I think that the same thing goes with real estate. And and where I see this a lot is, you know, and I, I've used the word emotion and making emotional decisions uh, a couple times so far, is, you know, we always have a conversation. We have a lot of conversations with our clients, especially when they're new clients to us. But I need to know, if you want to be in my world and you want me to help you 
build wealth in real estate and you want to be my client, I need to know, do you like money? And do you want to create wealth? And do you want to create financial security for you and your family? If the answer's no, I'm telling you, we're just, we're just not a good fit. And then when we go out looking at homes, the stuff that people get caught up in, oh, well, you know, I don't like the color of the carpet. Well, you know you can always change out the carpet. I don't necessarily like this. I don't necessarily like that. Now we are basing decisions on emotions rather than how much could we get this house for? How much could we make on this house? How is this, going, how is this house going to look in our overall real estate portfolio? How is this property going to help me build wealth and retire in real estate? And that's the difference between the two. And, and, and a lot of people are going to listen to this and say, yeah, you're a jackass. Of course I like money. But Do the, you? The, 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 it's actually a harder question to, to answer if you start really digging down deep into it because, I mean, success can be scary with those types of things. Well, my wife will look at the paint on a house and be like, we're, we're not buying this, this house as an investment because I don't like that paint. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this, this thing is priced $50,000 under value, and you're saying this because we could paint this place for 500 bucks, just you and I. Yeah. And you're telling me because of the paint? And so I, I feel like, <laughs> if, like as you guys continue to grow, when you guys are delegating your labor, you're in charge of acquisitions, and she's in charge of what happens afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Okay, or right, yep. we have keys in hand. Fair enough. Now go over there and do what it is because she's she in has, charge of whether Justin eats or not. Because she has, she has she is. excellent taste. We, we've seen her. She's not in men. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> this guy is, it's a good thing we weren't talking about you know, you know, easy real tiger. Estate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, the moral of the story is I think that would be a good thing if. You guys were to sit down and have those types of conversation about what it looks like as you guys are moving through your guys' portfolio. Because for Christine and I, we deal with the same thing. I think that she's seen one of our homes that we've ever bought before we actually closed on it. And I know that it's not because of any other reason that she's going to get in the way of that success. She's going to get in the way of us making money, and it's not because of any other reason that she does have that fear, or she will look at the paint color, or she will look at that carpet. But 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 you're right. The, the question is is a little more tougher. Obviously, do you like money? I mean, most people would say yes. I think what it really gets down to, though, are you willing to do what it takes? Are you willing to adopt the thought process in order to make the wealth? Sure, and the systems that are required in order to in order to really get from point A to point B, because we see a lot of analysis paralysis out there. Yeah. Everyone looks at it, and, and, and we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, where most investors or people who have invested money, they, they throw money into a 401k, or maybe they bought a savings bond from their kid yeah. back in the 80s, or maybe they bought a few thousand dollars worth of stock, and that was, that was their comfort level. That was where their appetite was. And then they look at all these big, huge numbers, and it's like, whoa, that's a big risk. I was talking with, with, uh, with someone just the other day, and, and I was like, she says, Ryan, you take these big, huge risks, and, and it's paid off. You're lucky, this and that. And I'm, mm. like, I'm like, okay, that's cool. You just went to Vegas last weekend. You have a 90% chance or better of losing money, right? I have like a 5 maybe 10% chance of losing money. So I put a lot of money in the middle. You put a little bit of money in the middle because you knew that it was a very bad risk. So 
who's the bigger risk taker here? Mm. And she said, well, I hadn't really thought about it like that. And where do I sign? <laughs> you know, where, where I learned this, I actually learned this, this thought process when I bought my very first house. And, uh, and the late, great Mark Arns, God sure. rest his soul, was my broker, my agent. And we were buying this brand new build as a trend home. I don't even know if trend home is still around. Gosh, I haven't Thir- heard of it. 13th Fairway, Western Skies Golf Course, it was dirt. And so I went through the process of, of all the upgrades and, and the stuff. And I, and I had to come, I had to make a decision. It was a three-bedroom, uh, two-bathroom house. Both bathrooms are upstairs. But downstairs, off the kitchen, and it was a very small space downstairs, there was a closet. And it was just simply a closet. But for $10,000, I could upgrade that and turn it into a bathroom. No brainer. Well, okay, when you're 26, 27, you've never bought a house, $10,000 is is a lot of money, especially back then. And that's what he did. He thought the process is, first of all, he says, when you go, and I don't know if it's still true today, he goes, when you go sell this home, you're likely selling it to a single mom with kids. So you've got to put that perspective in your head because, you're yes, you're buying now, you're going to live in it now, but one day you've got to sell it and you want to sell it for the most amount of money, and he's like that it, to ten thousand dollars to to add an additional bathroom is a no brainer. Yep. No. Well, that does come down the road of understanding appraisal processes and so on and so forth. But uh, I th- I think that when we do walk into these scenarios, putting that that thinking cap on of what what does the end user look like because what works for you now may not work for what who's going to use it later. And I think that COVID taught us a big lesson. In sure. That. Because our consumer reports went topsy turvy, you know, six months into it, everybody was, everybody was getting rid of what they had. They were getting, they needed more square footage. They needed to have a place where they could homeschool. They needed a, a bigger uh, office at home. They needed they, yeah. all of these boxes just started appearing where and where other boxes were, were being left off. Three bedrooms was now four. Fours were now fives. Two bedrooms basically didn't exist. Yeah. Now it's starting to come back around a little bit, and it's crazy what has happened to those consumer trends just in the past 36 months. It, it, it doesn't happen very often, but every once in a while, Ryan, you say something that's pretty profound. And, and so we were having a discussion you know, kind of on our trial run, and I loved what you said because when we're talking about uh, you know, treating real estate as a business and we're building a portfolio and we're building a legacy of wealth, you, you, you made some comments just about the patience. How many businesses do we know of that just experienced overnight success? And people just get caught up with, okay, properties went up and down a little bit or it's just not growing as fast as I want. It, 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 it's running a business. It takes time. Yeah. You got to go in there and you have to grind it. Uh, uh, if it was easy, everyone would be doing Everybody it. Cliche, doing it. cliche. Yeah. So on and so Yeah, like there's there's definitely some brilliant people out there that, or some lucky people out there, or maybe they were both. And I applaud them. I'm not hating on them for that. But what, you, what you're reading or what you're seeing on CNN or whatever is is not even the tip of the iceberg. Do you know how much bullshit that that person went through yeah. in order to learn and make those mistakes and get punched in the teeth and the books they read and the times they got burned? Or and they, they spent time living in their cars and things yeah. like that just to get to that point. Yeah, like 
they, that, that's usually a fraction of the story. What they're going to do is they're just going to shine all the glitz and glamour because you know, that's, that's the American way. Oh, yeah. you, 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 have, you can do anything that you want in your land of the free. And while that is true, uh, it's kind of developed a, an era of enabling, right? Yeah. Like it's, it takes work. It takes time. And, and you can do all the things right and still get it wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, for those of you that aren't watching this on video and are only listening to the audio, you are truly missing out on the color of Ryan's shirt. Oh, uh, literally, if you t- if you put the word Spalding on it, it would make perfect sense. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> perfect, it's my tennis ball shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you would like to learn more about building a legacy of wealth and real estate, and and really understanding and learning about the strategies in which it takes, all you got to do to reach one of our real estate wealth managers and to reach our team, all you got to do is text the word WEALTH to 623-AZ-RECON. That's WEALTH to 623-AZ-RECON. Thank you for joining us on the Real Estate 401k Show. If you want more information on how to build wealth, click on the link or text us at 623-297-3266. That's 623-AZ-RECON. 